technology and popularity and pop culture all are converging around the automotive industry. We haven't seen a time like this as far as the brand of automotive in decades. So that is how the industry has changed. Welcome to the Strategy with Jason podcast. Tune in for everything you need to know to stay in the know regarding the automotive industry. Here's your host, Jason Harris. Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Strategy with Jason. Today, I have two amazing guests. Amazing, famous, infamous. Let's see how we're going to describe these guys. They are a duo, if I have ever seen a duo, but I have the one, the onlys. All right. I have <laughs> Paul and Kyle with me today. <laughs> the one of the onlys. We're going with that. That's how we're going to get introduced from now on. The one, the onlys. Yes. Right? The one and the onlys. <laughs> guys, what's up, man? How you guys doing? We're doing Fantastic. good, and we don't know who should speak first. Both of you guys. <laughs> when you ask a question of picture, both of us, that's always going to happen. Uh, we're all going to we're both going to pause for a second to let the other guy jump in, and then when they don't, we're just not going to be able to contain ourselves, and we're both going to talk at the same time. That's because you guys that's are just such kind individuals and so thoughtful of others. So that's that. You know what? A picture of the, you guys just in the same room. I'm just talking to both of you guys all the time. There we go. Uh, hey, for uh, Paul and Kyle, for everybody out there that's watching and listening right now, you know. Maybe like the seven or eight people that don't know who you are. Let's kick this off with a little origin story. Now, I've collected both you guys' origin stories in the past, you know, one on one, but, you know, the one origin story I haven't collected is how the duo that is Paul and Kyle became about. So let's let's kick off today's podcast with that. Um, I'll let you guys decide who tells what side of the story. Um, but what is the origin story of how the two of you guys came together? Okay, okay, okay. We'll finally admit it. We actually are brothers, everyone. It's, we've been playing our... <laughs> I'm kidding, no. <laughs> the strange thing is, is I wanted to lead with that same exact thing. We no. didn't talk about that. That was in my mind. Oh, man. No. So actually, I think, you know, we we initially just connected on LinkedIn, you know, like any good, uh, you know, 20, uh, you know, late 2019 story uh, happens, <laughs> which is we connected on LinkedIn. And uh, actually, one of one of the really cool things about the way that we began connecting like one one on one and and like having conversations was something that we talk a lot about, which is uh, how. Um, you know, we, we're all about like put content out, just constantly put content out because it will come back, uh, tenfold and you never know what piece of content would encourage someone or is going to, you know, light a fire on some under someone or connect someone. And so Paul actually was hosting these coffee talks with Drew Delaware, uh, formerly of Goo Goo. And I was a tier three marketer of which they were, uh, attempting to gather together those. And uh, he, so he posts and shares this link of like, hey, anyone should join this. Now, if anyone knows Paul over the last like three years, the majority of his LinkedIn posts would, I would say are pretty popular, you know, <laughs> a fair few amount of engagements sure. in that well. like 30 to 120 engagements. Well, this, this post to this day has four engagements on it. And I was one of them. I clicked like, and, uh, and connected to that, to that group. And then, uh, Paul and I actually connected through there through some zoom calls. Um, and then later through clubhouse and then, uh, you know, just realized through engaging with each other on a weekly basis that, Hey, there's, you know, 
there's a particular energy that both of us have toward something. And uh, I think one of the earliest conversations, Paul, Paul grabs me after a zoom call. He's like, can you just stay on for a second? And he goes, you know, I don't, I don't really know what it is exactly, <laughs> but I know that there's something that we should do together. Was, <laughs> you know, it, it was kind of like the way he led the conversation. So, so, like, so, yeah. it, so it was a, it was a bromance, like right, right from the beginning. Is, is, is probably is, is that what I'm getting? Way, that's a fair way to put it. It was that's a, bromance. a fair way to put it, Paul. How would you put it? You know, it's there's first of all, there's a massive object lesson in what he just said. Four people engage with the post. One of those four is really significant part of my future and my family's future and so on and so forth. Why? Because I just made content, right? And I didn't worry about the four engagements and I didn't worry about, right? You never, ever, ever, ever know who's going to connect when. So that object lesson aside, um, I think you're just generally attracted to people that think the same way that you do. And we're all that way in general. Um, you know, it didn't take long for, for me to realize that, this to someone that Jason, you know, this too, mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur, you have a certain energy and motivation and work ethic and drive behind what you do. And it's kind of the rare occasion when you pull up next to somebody who can match that. Right. And <laughs> yes. so I think really quickly, you know, I realized like Kyle was very, very similar in that way. And then the more we talked, the, the more we realized like, we have a lot of things in our, uh, that are aligned. And then when our families got together for the first time, we realized there are a lot more things that are aligned and um, you know, but it, it was, it was like any good relationship, right? It was kind of a measured approach and it wasn't like, Hey, we should do something together. This, you know, the story played out like a real pandemic story, right? We, we, we kind of, you know, came across each other online. Then we started participating in things that we were doing. You know, Kyle did this big clubhouse thing during NADA, which really, you know, got my attention. I, I was like, that, that's yeah. exactly what I would have done if I was him. <laughs> right. And, and so, um, you know, and just little by little, we started doing more and having more engagement together to the point where we realized like, you know, we should do it something together. I'll fast forward that story. We met in person for the first time in digital dealer in Tampa. That was the first event back once things started opening up, um, you know, communicated after that, we, you know, we're like, we definitely have to do something. We were actually going to start, we started a company called contagious auto, which was really set out to create marketing education and mm -hmm. help more people live out the thesis that we, you know, that we pervade. And when it comes to brand marketing and organic traffic and marketing efficiency and understanding the channels and paying attention to uh, cost per car sold and not ad spend, you know, and so we started out doing that. Then we had, uh, we were going to have another, a SOTU event in Vegas. Kyle just threw in and was like, Hey, I'm helping with this thing. And it was at that event when we realized actually so do is what we need to put most of our attention into. So um, shifted some things around and now, which is, which is a perfect switch. That's a perfect segue into our topic today, which is a, so too, did I say it right? Yes. Did I, did I get it right? Did. Did get it? A, so too. No, no. First thing I got to so ask is, is I got to ask. So we actually, we actually made a shirt that has like all the different ways you can possibly you can, come <laughs> to that level of pronunciation. So. I love it, which I think is totally necessary, you know, but, but no, Hey, look, when I saw you guys were doing it, look, I, I mean, Kyle, I can definitely see you're the PB uh, to Paul's jelly. And um, it makes sense. The two of you guys together uh, talk about a powerhouse. You know, I thoroughly enjoy always in 
engaging with you guys and talking to you and listening to both of you guys uh, talk. You guys both come from very uh, different, uh, slightly different and uh, still the same uh, unique perspective. So it's, it's really kind of fun to watch you guys engage. It's been a blast to kind of watch you guys kind of build out this brand, you know. So let's let's kick it off with this brand. So, you know, oh, so too. All right. There's an event coming up, which we're totally going to talk about today because I got to get into that. Right. But just for everybody out there that maybe just don't know what a so too is. You know, how would you, you know, Kyle, I'll start with you and then Paul, I'll ask you, uh, how would you guys kind of describe what a so too is? Well, I'm actually going to kick it over to Paul just because it was his kind of baby at the beginning. And I think that the spirit that the beginning of a so too had has been um, like, like curated and crafted over time. And so if we don't start kind of with that, like initial spirit, then we don't really know why things are still happening the way that they are today. So hundred yeah, percent. So, so I'm kick Paul, it. Paul, kick it to me, man. The, the what and the why that is a SOTU. So first of all, a SOTU stands for automotive state of the union, automotive state of the union. We shortened it to a SOTU just because we had to, because it's just too long. It's too long <laughs> to type. It's too long in a domain. It's too long for URL. And it really, I, I hesitate to use the word because it's becoming a buzzword. It's on its way there. It's going to be there in like six months from now. Just like brand had, had become a buzzword, you know, over the last three years or so. Um, community is the new buzzword. And Automotive State of the Union really did start as a community. The pandemic hit. We locked down. We had just gotten back from NADA. Everything got shut down. The country didn't know what was going on. Dealers didn't know what was going on. It was different in every state. However, I realized that when I was on Zoom calls with dealers all across the country, everyone felt better when they were together sharing who was doing what, what's going on over there, what's going on over there. And so I was brushing my teeth locked down at home saying, what can I do to help scale that feeling and serve the industry? And I was like, we need to have a live stream. But if someone's going to come to this live stream, they need it needs to sound official. I know automotive state of the union. <laughs> and then uh, I had a designer. I was like, make a logo that looks like really official and like presidential. And the second I had the logo the next day, I just started texting people to introduce me to like some of the higher level people that I didn't know that I wanted to be on there. And uh, we had that first event. Thousands and thousands of people showed up. Everyone I invited said yes, from Rhett Reichert, the chairman of NADA, to having Jason Stein and Jim Fitzpatrick on together, to Brian Benstock, who I didn't know. Um, and people showed up. And that's how Automotive State of the Union was born. Just thousands awesome. and thousands of people came. They started following along. We started getting email addresses. And we actually had three more of those live streams within the first 60 days of a Soto even being a name that people talked about. And um just kept having events. Kyle and I met later uh, that year, actually, or started actually interacting. Um, so, you know, I'm talking first event was April 1st, I think, 2020. Mm-hmm. And we had five more live streams that year. We met in person in Philly, the place we're having a SodoCon, and it was less than 100 people there. But like Rhett Reichert flew in, Brian Benstock flew in, like the people flew in to do it. Um, and then Kyle and I met. And or what's the question? What was the SOTU? Where the what, the what, and the why. Is so too, where did it come from? Why, what and why? Yeah. So that's that's where it came from. And now I'm going <laughs> to let Kyle talk about what it actually is now. Yeah, so really it's, it's, a, it's a move into further crafting and curating this community. And the way that we're doing that is as a media company, um, but the media is really there to serve a collaborative and communicative effort uh, within a community. So um, this community looks like 
clubhouse rooms and social media and uh, a daily newsletter that we give people a drip feed of just, you know, kind of grabbing from all of uh, around automotive, but also pulling from retail and what the kids are into and all that type of stuff in, in a through line in all of our in all of the media properties that we have. And we say it like this, like we want to be the DJ for uh, <laughs> the forward thinking um, uh, automotive industry. The ones that kind of like pull together all the thought leaders, but also pull together the community. And when we say community, we don't just mean, you know, the managers, owners, dealer principals. We mean the lot attendant and the receptionist and the salesperson and the BDC rep. Uh, because what we know is that a community, community that comes together to have conversations about uh, solving the customer and employee experience actually allow for a speed of innovation that we haven't seen and need to see in order for retail automotive to not just survive, but also thrive. Um, so yeah, what a that's, that's like what we're building right now and, and what, what is already there and we're just expanding upon. And what we're trying to do is just call more people to that, right? Whether you're really close to it already and, and you're at the center of, you know, consumer experience, you're Brian Benstock, you know, doing deals <laughs> in the metaverse and you're Kevin Fry, you know, accepting crypto, crypto to all the way uh, to, you know, writing, writing a four square on a pencil in, in the showroom. Right. And, and, and throwing it over the sales tower, wherever you're at in that spectrum, we're just asking, we're just putting like a beacon up to draw people closer, create a communication network, um, you know, serve people with, with the news and information that they need in a relevant and contextual way that, that is the way that people consume content typically um, outside of automotive so that, so that we can, I mean, literally like it, it, at some level, save retail franchise automotive. Let's right? save them. Let's do it. Right. Dude. I love this. Truth. I, I love the boldness of it. Um, you know, and I, and I, I, I'm, I'm one of the first ones in line for a good challenge. And uh, I love the challenge that you guys have chosen to take on. And, you know, I look, and from someone who's done events themselves, like and, and going in, and that's what will be our next segue into our conversation today, is around that event. Um, look, we've both been to many, many events. I've, I've been to events from, you know, airport hotels, you know, to monster convention centers and, and kind of everything in between. And, you know, look, guys, I'll be the first one to admit. I'm not overly impressed with everything that I have, I see out there anymore. It seems like we've kind of got ourselves stuck in this kind of loop of kind of the same conference, the same content, you know, and look from the dealers and people that I attend these events, you know, if it wasn't for the networking, they say the same thing, you know, it's like, Hey man, it's, this is the one time of year I get to see you, Jason, let's go have dinner, you know, but like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and I think what you guys are doing cool. So let's 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 get into that. Let's talk a little bit about the event. When's it going to be? And how you guys have kind of structured this to be something very different than I think the industry has seen up to this point. Who wants to take uh, the first go at this? I'll take. Yeah, this I'll one. grab so, that. So right. we're 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 hosting it. I, I'm sorry, I had to jump in. So we're hosting it in Philly. September 11th through the 13th, the event is called Asodu Khan. So uh, if you're listening and you're like listening on one device and want to look on the other, it's ASOTUCON.com. Um, but yeah, the, the idea, and we're calling it the rebirth of the automotive conference. And it's not to say that all 
automotive conferences are necessarily bad or doing it the wrong way. There's actually some that probably need to keep doing things the way they've done them because they are so dialed in at this point. But there's by and large a need for us to rethink the way that we collaborate and join and vibe Absolutely. together as an industry. Mm-hmm. You know, that, you know, Jason, you say this all the time in, in your content and, and a lot of industry professionals, both in the dealership and outside of the dealership are saying like the way that we engage employees and customers in retail automotive has to change. So what we're saying is shouldn't the way that we engage at conferences also change? Um, and so the idea is to provide um, a space, a content stream, uh, you know, a, a a format that engages people in a different way, that engages their their mind, engages the conversation, um, allows them to kind of like broaden and open their horizons outside. You know, we we say like a lot just looks right inside automotive at that nucleus. And so what we want to do is zoom out and look at retail and economy as a whole and understand that. Uh, automotive is a silo of that, but it's influenced by all these other impact factors. And if we can do that as an industry, then we start to relate to the customer and the employee on a, a, a more seamless level. And so that's what, Absolutely. that's like the overview of the conference. Um, and I'm sure Paul can dive into like how we're formatting that and what it's going to look like to be in and around that space. Yeah. There's, there's like this element where we've been saying part, you know, uh, attendees, you know, we don't have attendees like participants welcome because this is going to be an event where you participate. And, you know, we've all been to a lot of events and some of the ones that make the longest impact are the ones, uh, the smaller events where you spend a lot of time with the people, right? Not the ones that are spread out so far because you're really you're siloed from even the other people and the other topics. So um, this event, when you walk in, it's about engaging and we have a main hall that can't even fit everybody that's going to be there intentionally. So we have a main hall and then we have multiple side stages. So on our main stage content, we're going to simulcast that to the rooms. And then we have a marketing tech room, right? The operations room, a sales leadership and culture room. And we're trying to encourage everyone to go to at least one session on something you don't know anything about. Because we think when people are actually able to engage in, and build empathy for what else is going on in the other areas of the store, we think the whole store wins and we think the customer experience wins, wins as Kyle was just saying. Um, so like from the very beginning, um, our welcome reception is actually in a dealership. Sioka Subaru That's is cool. the flagship Subaru store in the country now. It just grand opened in Philadelphia. Mr. Sioka is excited to host the industry. Tom Dahl's going to be the, the president of Subaru of America, um, our CEO. He's in charge and um, he's going to be. <laughs> and so the welcome reception is going to be in this multi-story dealership. It's beautiful on September 11th. We're going to do a charitable, um, a charitable initiative with a dealer started, you know, a charity for veterans to help disabled veterans. So it's like, we're going deep into the community. Monday, you're going to walk into this venue and you're going to be like, I already am in a different mind space when you walk into the Xfinity Live Center and everything is provided, all the food, all the entertainment. Um, it's right like within walking distance to the hotel. So we're not going to be losing people. You have a full day of content that night. We're flipping the, the whole place from conference mode to entertainment mode. And in all the different rooms is going to be silent disco and karaoke and live DJs. We're bringing in Nashville's the hottest party band called 12 South. They're going to play an open air show nice. and everyone who works in automotive is invited literally every single person. So every deal, every tech, every lot porter, every BDC rep, we're going to get everybody to come. So we're going to go from 600 conference mode to like 3000 
you know, this is the retail automotive industry vibing together. And then Tuesday, we're back for just a half a day of content. So people can go home, like energized and we don't experience that, you know, the, the, the slow death that every conference we've ever been to experiences on day three. We're not even having a day three. <laughs> oh, oh, the famous, the famous day three when everyone's kind of shuffling about from the parties the night before. No, no, I know. What you're Looking down about. saying, how, how, how can I move my flight up? How can I move my, yes. <laughs> I think you've done that once before. I may have given you a ride to the airport on one of those events. Uh, um, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> while we were recording a podcast. Um, let's get, you know what? I love the structure. Um, look, I, I, I'm excited. You know, I'm, I'm excited to go and um, and capture uh, this, you know, this event. I think it's going to be very, very, very cool. Um, and, and just the, the movement from having different places. You know, I, I got to be honest with you, you know, just, you know, like I was uh, someone asked me the other day. So, oh, oh you, you, you were in Napa Valley, California. How was it? I said, you know, the, the hotel lobby was amazing. Um, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice you know, drive gorgeous. from the airport. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was the drive was beautiful. I mean, I tell you, I spent yeah. five days in Napa Valley, and the drive was uh, amazing. But, yeah. but, but no, I, I love this going out there and 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 visiting. You know, uh, this large dealership, and then just the space that you guys have. Even though it is one space, it feels like it's many different spaces. And I just, I, I think it's going to be super cool. Now, let's get into the most important part. I think of any event which is really the content, you know, and we were kind of talking about this, you know, earlier, it's just, how do you, you know, it's one thing to rebirth the kind of the, the concept of, of an automotive conference, but, but the content is, is, is so key. And, you know, we get into these loops where we kind of keep talking about the same stuff. We see the same decks and so on and so forth at these places. I know you got a strategy for this, so I'm excited to hear it. Um, who wants to kind of take this one first, Kyle, Paul? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited content. because, right. you know, one of the things that, that is very hard and, uh, it's, it is hard. I don't care if you are a speaker or a pastor or a content creator, it is not an easy task to keep people engaged and interacted with for 50 minutes or an hour. So we literally only have one person and it's our premier keynote speaker, Jim McKelvey, uh, that will be doing an hour presentation on Monday afternoon. Everything else is half an hour sessions that are fireside chat style. Um, so we don't even have like a bunch of screens where we're going to be throwing up slides. So presentations, um, because one of the things that, uh, that was best, especially in the early days, um, with like clubhouse or even, uh, quick zoom calls was that they're not, you know, really dialed in and every question is known and there's, there's a less place to hide. And so those, those fireside chats where the questions are really dynamic, we've got a really neat set of moderators that, um, that not just Paul and I, but other moderators that are going to be coming in and really digging in deep and not, not taking like the, the, the fluff, easy answer, uh, as, as just jump street. So all of the content is going to be 30 minute or, or less bite-sized chunks that'll move quickly. You'll be able to move in between rooms throughout the, the middle of these, these content pieces. Um, and then we're doing some cool stuff around just, you know, what type of, of panels we're, we're providing the, the people that we're drawing together. Um, even just like, talking about 
uh, you know, behavioral psychology and, uh, you know, the way that culture is driven within just a person as well as an entire dealership or, um, you know, uh, measuring success in an inventory shortage when you're, uh, when you have inventory that comes in two months before, after you just reported the vehicle sold. And so all of that type of stuff where we're trying to be super timely with the content, you know, we didn't have anyone submit, you know, what they wanted to be speaking on actually we've intentionally kind of held out. We're actually this week kind of finalizing the content so that we're within 45 days. So we make sure that there's a ton of relevance uh, for the that's audience. Smart. So, that, yeah. you know, no, that, that's, that's super smart. I mean, because 45 days, guys, I hate to say it, that's how fast shit's moving these days. You know, yeah. it's like if, if I built you a deck three months ago and I proposed it to you, I say, hey, this is what I want to talk about at your event. It may actually not even be relevant. Irrelevant. Right? right? No, but it's true. It. It, so it, true. It's, it's, it's totally true. Look, and I love the fact that, you know, um, you're looking for actionable content. And to make it actionable, it's got to be very timely. Um, Paul, is there anything else that you kind of like to add to, you know, uh, from a from a content topic of what people might expect when they come to the event? So uh, the typical high level, you know, practitioner content that's usually part of a SOTO events, um, all of our investors are going to be there and activated. We have seven dealer investors, so we're actually a dealer owned media company. Um, we're also very passionate about bringing outside automotive thinking inside to automotive. So the very, the very best thinking, high level thinking from other areas that are close to auto and relevant but not automotive focused. Jim McKelvey, Kyle mentioned is our featured keynote. He is actually the co-founder of the company Square, little payments company you may have heard of. He founded Square with Jack Dorsey. (laughs) Yeah. And so he's going to be there, wrote a New York Times bestseller called The Innovation Stack. Couldn't be more appropriate uh, for this time. We're also going to have Claude Silver, who is Gary Vaynerchuk's chief heart officer. She's coming down to talk to us. Uh, Darren Doan, legendary music video director. He launched the also the Toyota Tundra for Saatchi and Saatchi, you know, produced everybody from, you know, Blink-182 to Kid Rock to Jason Mraz. David Meltzer, legendary uh, sports agency owner, one of the largest in the country. He, his agency was the one they talked about in Jerry Maguire. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's just a, kind of a Man, he just knows how to get things done and do business and thinks so pragmatically about the, the whole business world and what's going on. Dr. Nicole Lipkin, uh, she's a Philly native, actually kicked off our very first Asodu live stream um, about talk. She's going to be there talking about mental agility. She speaks and consults with a lot of publics and, um, you know, public companies, OEMs. And then right down the list, like Tom Dahl from Subaru and, you know, obviously Brian Benstock, David Lester, our usual cast of characters, Alex Vetter um, is going to be there talking. Even Glenn Landy, Jason Stein is going to be hosting some things and being there. So um, just from the top to the bottom of the industry, inside and outside the industry. Um, we just are, we're just hell bent on giving people something they've never seen before. Well, and you know what? I love the yeah. fact on just how broad it is and all the different people that are going to be coming there. You know, I, I've, I've, um, I've talked about the automotive industry as being the island of misfit toys um, in in many different <laughs> podcasts. Uh, you guys remember that movie, right? Every Christmas it comes out. I got to watch it with my kids. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's one foot in front of the other. Anyways, I'm not going to sing on this podcast, but um, <laughs> but 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 it is. It's, we're the island of misfit toys. And, and we come from many, 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 many different walks of, of life. I mean, I, I know owners and dealer principals that, you know, um, started their career selling pot in high school 
And, you know, I've known others that have multiple MBAs, you know, it's just like in multiple degrees to go with them. You know, we, we, we just come from so many different places, uh, but, but we all kind of have that central goal of providing just an amazing customer experience. Uh, so guys, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked, super, super stoked uh, uh, for this event. Um, I do have one kind of final question I wanted to ask you guys, um, I always get to decide rabbit holes and I love finding rabbit holes and I'll go down those rabbit holes. But before I do that, is there anything else, guys, you'd like to kind of uh, discuss or or make sure that people are aware of about well, the upcoming event? Yeah, I think one of the, the things that we were really, really hell bent on is making sure that we had an accessible uh, event from a financial perspective, mm. um, right? Because it's an investment to go to something like this, both in time and money. And whether you're a millionaire, billionaire, or, you know, the salesperson that's just getting started or the sales manager that has to make ends meet, we wanted to make sure it was accessible. So, you know, it, the flights into Philly right now, we looked, the, the most expensive flight that we could find was San Diego for 527 bucks. So if you book it now, that's really inexpensive. Um, and, uh, and, and that's all the way across the country. The a dealer ticket is only 399 and industry partner or OEM ticket is only 599. Uh, so you get all six of your meals while you're there, as well as all of the content, the concert, all of that covered. Um, and then, uh, the, the last piece of that is, is our primary hotel room block is only $169 a night base fee. So, um, and free parking at the hotel. So you're not playing valet or anything like that. So just like a really accessible, I think most people, you know, at least the East side of the country, uh, can get in and out of the event, including all of your food for, uh, like less than 1100 bucks. So it's, uh, even it's the Uber from the airport is cheap because the airport's yeah. only like six to eight minutes away from the venue. <laughs> so every detail is affordable and accessible. I, I love that you guys made it accessible for everyone. You know, there are definitely events that you can tell that are catered to, you know, specific, you know, maybe general managers or sales managers or dealer principals, you know, just kind of based on the cost to go. Um, so look, look, right. I, that that's awesome. Hey, for any um, management actually that's out there, maybe watching or listening right now, um, who should they send to this event? That's the question I'm going to ask. Which one of you Gosh. want to take that one? The the answer to that is as many people as you can, um, <laughs> because, and, and I, I do say that because there are going to be so many things going on at once, and this isn't the kind of event where everything's going to be available post, you know, like in workshop mode because we're not doing workshops. Listen, send a general manager, send a marketer, send um, your fixed ops director, and I would also say send your service manager. And that's a good place to start. But I think you could send a salesperson. You could send um, a lead uh, service advisor would be great. Send um, a B, someone who runs the BDC. Uh, definitely send a marketing manager if you have them. This is just a place where you're going to allow them to get inspired about what is possible in retail automotive. And if it's not just one person, that means you have a little a little group that are maybe going to have this experience together and then can really support one another and make some really positive, positive headway in your stores. I, I think that's, I think that's a great strategy uh, of who I'm going to send, right? Because look, the goal of any of these events when I'm sending people to is try to extract as much 
you know, out of it as possible. So yeah, no, I think I think that's a great strategy. Well, guys, it's time to go uh, rabbit hole, and I get to I get to choose the rabbit hole today. So you know, and since I got the two of you guys on here, I'm going to choose how the industry is evolving. And we got a chance to kind of talk a little bit about this before we started recording today, because I mean, holy crap, how many changes have happened in the last you know 24 24 to 36 months, and the it's not just the business evolving, it's how the customer is evolved so much in the last 24 months that now puts us into a place that the industry has to, and maybe in some cases has caught up and in other cases has to play catch up. But I'd love to get both your guys' perspective, all right, on how the industry has evolved and will kind of continue to evolve. Um, who wants to kind of take a, a first crack at my rabbit hole today? Oh, how the industry... So how the industry has evolved and how the industry wants to evolve. Was that the two parts? Yes. The industry has become much, much more popular. I'll start there. Automotive is at the center of conversation in broader culture. It hasn't been that way since the 60s and 70s. Um, we went through this big lull where cars were just cars. And even just several years ago, people were moving away from car own vehicle ownership individually and saying ride share is going mm -hmm. to eliminate vehicle ownership personally. Pandemic hits, now vehicle, personal vehicle ownership is the way to go. We see a lot of people clamoring about for it so that the demand for the product is higher, but EVs, you know, companies like Tesla who have made automotive sexy again, technology and popularity and pop culture all are converging around the automotive industry. We haven't seen a time like this as far as the brand of automotive in decades. So that is how the industry has changed. Where is it going to go? Um, I, I think it's going to be much more integrated with people's lives because of technology, because of the conversation and um, the integration of other things like our phones, right, into the experience that's a part of the vehicle. So um, I think much more, much more integrated. And I think, you know, it's much more part of pop culture. I'm with you. I love it. No, but, but you're right. I mean, I think it's um, the, the ownership or even the purchase of a vehicle is, is more about the experience and more pop culture is about how you experience pop culture, not just the fact that it's a thing, right? It's the experience of pop culture. So I, I, I'm with you. Hey, Kyle, for yourself, how have you have you seen it, the industry kind of evolve and how do you think it's going to continue to evolve? Well, I, I'll say this, that I think that the narrative will tell you that it has to be derived from technology primarily and that and that people will interact with technology. My uh, my encouragement is that the technology would continue to be a greater support supporting cast, uh, that we leverage technology to ease efficiency for our people and what our primary what our what our brand USP as an industry. So unique selling proposition as an industry is the way that we leverage the people that we have in the industry to be more interactive, more supportive, um, you know, great, like a greater level of connectivity with the customer on the other side, because that's one thing that like, if you only drive at technology, what happens is the stickiness to the brand of retail auto goes away. And so I would encourage that we use, we use technology to leverage and support the efficiency that then a, a person within the automotive industry can be more familiar, more connected, more dialed in with the consumer um, and use that as our USP as an industry. And if we can do that, like it will set us apart from not just 
other like new entrants in auto, it will set us apart from other industries as a whole. I like that because we no longer become, you know, the following of other industries become the leader of other industries, which yep. the, the automotive space um, has had a handful of times like that, but not many. And I definitely don't think right now that might hurt some people's feelings, but I, I just honestly, I think that's the truth. I think we're, we're following, not necessarily leading, but I'm with you hundred percent, Kyle. And I think there's some amazing operators that are actually executing exactly what you're talking about you know, right now. And, you know, look, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm very excited. Look, I'm excited for the event. I'm excited for the industry. You know, I love this industry. Uh, guys, I know we're towards the tail end of our time. So for anybody out there watching, listening right now, uh, what is the best, na- best way to connect with you? And um, how do we find out more information on the upcoming conference? We'll go with two things. Number one, we put our heart and soul as a company, as a SOTO, into an email that comes out every single morning. You can read it in less than five minutes, and it's automotive, it's culture, it's all the things we talked about combined into an email every single day. And you can get it for free by going to asoto.com. Number two, we really want to hang out with you at AsotoCon. Uh, you can still get tickets. So asotocon.com. Um, it will sell out and we don't want anyone in your community, Jason, to be the ones that ha- click on the button and it's like sold out. So we would love to jam with you in person. And, you know, Kyle and I are always floating around LinkedIn. You can just search our names and uh, we, we do answer our DMs. So if you need anything, we're here. Awesome. Hey guys, thank you so much for taking the time to jam with me today. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. I look forward to seeing you guys in Philly. Have yourself an amazing day. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for tuning in to the Strategy with Jason podcast with your host, Jason Harris. Don't want to miss new content? Be sure to check out the full podcast library at strategywithjason.com to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.